Well, think of, well, remember, remember, <laughs> right. name Nume is Japanese for nameless. And no name. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, I can't remember that because I never knew it, but I'm glad I know. <laughs> I feel smart it's quite, now. It's quite forgettable. This intro story comes out of Kotaku and it was written by Claire Jackson. Last week, we saw perhaps one of the most unexpected video game crossovers ever Power Wash Simulator, a game literally about power washing various filthy objects and locations, received the Midgar Special Pack, a free DLC that ties into Final Fantasy VII, an RPG about a group of unlikely... We all know what Final Fantasy VII is. You might be quick to dismiss this as mostly super uh, superfluous tie-in to a universe that sometimes suffers from having too much added to it, but I beg you to reconsider... The Midgar Special Pack offers you the chance to get up and cl- up close and personal with some classic sets of in-game objects from the classic JRPG uh, when it takes place in-universe featuring characters from Final Fantasy VII. So it's canon. You have to play this, Mume, if you want to know the whole story. The Midgar- <laughs> Does it include... Do you get to see that picture that's the Shutterstock image? <laughs> <laughs> the, the one from Getty Images or whatever it was. Oh, that's it. Yeah, Getty Images. Yeah. <laughs> the Midgar yeah. Special Pack is actually built as a whole mini campaign in Power Wash Simulator. Featuring five levels, you'll get to clean the two vehicles featured at the very end of the first act of Final Fantasy VII's main narrative. The Spoilers. Hardy Daytona... And the Shinra Hauler SA-37. You'll also get to clean up a couple of bosses, the Airbuster and Scorpion Sentinel. There are two locations as well, Tifa's 7th Heaven Bar and a large (laughs) diorama of Midgar that you have to piece back together as a puzzle in the original 1997 games. You also get text from characters like Tifa and Reeve. As you play the game, but apparently it's mostly ignorable. Mume, are you frantically jumping onto Steam so you can download Power Wash Simulator and <laughs> do some cleaning around Midgar? Nah. Do you want to clean Tifa? <laughs> that's, that's, def- that's definitely I would like to clean. <laughs> but uh, this is exactly where this is heading. Oh, it's, what, what do you expect, man? It's, it's Tifa. No. Yeah. No, no. This is yeah. Tifa or or Erif. Erif, one or two. <laughs> but uh no nah, it's it doesn't seem like a game for me but i think they kind of like milk i they really just milking far fancy seven now i'm like oh you gotta stop it stop it is this like a square enix thing or is this is this an official package release or is this just like random dlc workshop it it's like a crossover. They've done this before with uh, like Assassin's Creed Origins. Like the Buster Sword falls from the sky. It was like a, like a tie-in with, I think it was Final Fantasy fifteen at the time. So uh, whatever they they do well, this, and this is a tie-in with Final Fantasy seven. I guess part two. Maybe that's coming it's, out. It's so the remake, soon, yeah. and they're trying to get a buzz. Exactly. We got the second part of the remake yeah. coming out, so it's it's all just marketing. They do this with Fortnite and stuff. I never finished the first one. I got bored. Honestly, not, once I realized that you could basically win by just fucking walking away from your controller mid battle, um, I really lost interest. It sort of lost its magic. Oh, okay. Well, because the idea is that maybe because Power Wash Simulator is published by Square. Oh, oh there, there you go. go. Okay. So, yeah, it right. make, makes sense for them to have a crossover. 
No, I, I think <laughs> it's it sounds to me because it would have been mentioned in the article for sure that that the actual Tifa is not included in this game. I get why they wouldn't have, but oh my god, what a missed opportunity! There'd be plenty of red-blooded straight dudes, bi people, and bloody lovely lesbians out there who would very much like to turn the settings down low and get get Tifa all kinds of wet. I think. <laughs> Why would you turn the settings down low? You can't hit someone with a gurney, bro. You'll fucking rip their skin off. Those, those. Oh mate. no, I'm, I'm, I'm such a, I'm such a PC nerd. I thought uh, you're talking about the graphics settings. <laughs> I'm like, why would you? Why would you? What you want to see like the polygons or something? Oh no, yeah, you want it up 4K. You want ray tracing. You want to see the light reflecting, refracting off uh, uh, Tifa's cleavage. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want the graphics so good that you can smell it. <laughs> no, I, uh, I prefer the um, the the LPS one graphics. <laughs> you want them them triangle titties, <laughs> them yeah. them Tomb Raider PS one titties. to reviews your place to be for gaming news stories and also your place to be for impressions on the latest games coming out each and every week my name is zach and i'm here for the first time in a couple of weeks with my co-host Loki. how you been Loki? oh yes it is i i have returned how long have i been gone it's just, just two weeks yeah we had a bonus episode just and two then, weeks yeah there was the episode you couldn't right. make as well i think you were sick or something i don't remember now so long. that's right i was sick <laughs> <laughs> uh, bugger, bugger, now, now I need to owe uh, Zach some money because of your, your life. <laughs> oh, how you doing, Lockie? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing well. Um, I've used this time wisely to actually play some video games. Um, one of my favourite ones um, that I'm quite proud of, actually, is I, I finally returned back to Sekiro, where... I played that game originally back in 2019, and I think after the second or third boss, I was I noped the fuck out of there because I just can't handle parries. Um, and I came back, I came back with Elden Ring in my belt, Ghost of Tsushima in my belt, and I was actually finally able to play this game. So um, yeah, that's pretty much been compelling all of my free attention and then I moved on to Woe Long as soon as that came out. Okay, well yeah, well, you have me compelled now as well too, Lockie. I'm very much looking forward to getting into impressions and also looking forward to getting into yeah. impressions because we have an awesome guest on returning once again, the very talented photographer and all around general awesome person, Mumei. Mumei, thanks for joining us again. Oh, I don't want to be here. I mean, hi, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing all right. Welcome to the club. He says, "I was <laughs> go back and watch Eddie Twitch chat with Mumei being like, when am I coming on the podcast? When are you having me on? I want to talk about weeb shit. Let's go.' Oh no, no, that, that was that was Mumei AI. Don't worry about him. It was fake news. Fake news. Uh, <laughs> where were you dude. for Fire Emblem Engaged? I have much to discuss. You know what? I just finished it the fucking third time on Maddening. We've got plenty to oh talk about. Oh my! Oh no! Oh, this is DLC three came out just then. Mate, Great. I'm just gonna. They've I'm, got candy weapons. I'm gonna have a nap during impressions, I think, and set a timer for. <laughs> 
<laughs> when you lads yeah. are done talking about all this wave stuff. If, if you're going to be talking about it, I might as well just play some Guild Wars 2 while we wait. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. No one wants to talk about Fire Emblem again. I fucking love that game. It's the worst story, worst characters, but the gameplay itself is so fucking fun. Oh, my God. Oh, dearie me. Well, Mumei, I mentioned in your introduction that you're a very talented photographer and you're all over Instagram. Uh, what do you want to plug today? What do you want our audience to know that you put on the web? Oh, I don't know. I have to maybe bring out my huge list of accounts that I own on Instagram. Oh, okay. I, 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 do, I, do have a, I do have a few of them, but uh, the main one where you might find those work is pretty much Mumei101 on Instagram. Um, so that's where I, that's my main account. That's where mm. I will post up most of my cosplay stuff. And I might be posting up a little sneak peek of our little, um, podcast picture that I, I may took a sneaky shot of. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that, that's the main one. And then plus I also do stream, but, uh, haven't been streaming for a while since it's like, like a motivations to stream, but mm-hmm. might, might consider jumping back in once every now and then. Yeah. Okay, bloody nice. Well, all of Mume's lovely links will be in the description of the podcast down below if you want to check any of that stuff out. And uh, look, leave us a rating and review, pretty please, if you can. It's the best way you can help us get in the ears of more people. I'm not going to plug Twitch again because uh, that's it. I'm not. I'm not going to finish Dead Space. I'm done with Twitch for now. <laughs> what? I, I've, I've, I've had oh. enough. I haven't done it for a couple of weeks now, and I just I, I can't bring myself oh, no. to do it. I want to focus on this YouTube stuff. Let's fucking go. How about we chat about some gaming news, my friends? Oh, so there's so much cool news to get into this week. I'm really pumped. We obviously had last week off. I had my cousin's wedding, which was a lot of fun. My voice has only just recovered today, which is perfect for recording day. Um, But yeah, it's lots of bite-sized stuff, but stuff that I'm keen to talk about. And the first thing I want to talk about, and I'm sure this is going to have all of us here very excited, Elden Ring DLC is in development. We have the Shadow of the Erd Tree expansion coming at some point. We don't know when it's coming out. There's been no (laughs) announcement of when. Hopefully this year, but maybe more likely next year. (laughs) Uh, Lockie, I can see you're you're super excited. How are you feeling about some Elden Ring? Yeah, DLC? more content, mm-hmm. perfect. That's all I need. Um, the great thing about FromSoft games is the DLC is always quality. They call it DLC, but they're always pretty much expansion packs. Mm. Um, so you can expect new explorable areas, new monsters, new weapons, new magic, just a whole bunch of extra, which is you know fucking amazing for Elden Ring. I actually re it's funny. I've just been revisiting all the old games that I never finished. So, I replayed Elden Ring um and I just got to the final area. So, I'm up at the the big tree, mm. whatever you call that, probably the Elden Ring, I'm guessing. And uh I've stopped playing it again because <laughs> as soon as I heard the DLC came out, I'm like, okay, well, I need to put this shit down and now I'm going to wait until the DLC comes out. And now I'm going to play it again. I'm pretty sure that's and where... this is how I like playing games. Isn't that where you where you put it down last time as well? I think you were at a similar area. No, no. I rage quit with um, uh, taking on... What's the name of the guy where, like, um, he, he comes at... Where he, he, he has an entire desert area to himself. He attacks you like oh. a, a shooting star. Yeah, that's early on. Uh, I forget his name, but he's got the tiny yeah, what's horse. what's his name? 
He's got the yes. t- he's got the tiny horse. I forget yeah. his name. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He, he is a he's a cunt. Yes. Yeah. I, I rage quit with that because I didn't realize that what you need to do is you need to turn on your online and use all of the um you know the co-op the co-op summon signs and things to yeah. allow for every every random NPC to attack with you. Yeah. So I kept trying to take him on solo. And I gave up. Yeah, and you, you, then you I can. Took him on this time round, and I got through. You can summon those characters when you're offline, though. They're like it's using the summoning system from the game, not like the it's not actual players, I, I guess, or whatever. But yeah, anyway, yeah. we're getting into all the right. weeds of it. So here, I, but yeah, all right, you're right, you're right. But I'm a complete ding dong, and I thought those were just messages. I didn't think there were summons. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure I looked it up as well too. I di- I didn't find that naturally it was like i was like fuck am i gonna beat this guy and they're like just use the summons beat this guy yeah yeah big time oh dear mume are you excited for some elden ring dlc nope i'm on my phone right now i'm very sorry (laughs) (laughs) i'm just i'm just like elden ring aren't you um no i'm just does that mean you don't like good games (laughs) oh your definition of good games and good taste are different <laughs> what what's a good game? What what's a good game when you played Elden Ring and you said no fuck this this is shit and then you moved on to something else. What was that something else? It's well curious. the idea is that it's not that I don't like Elden Ring. I just don't like Soulborn games in general. Oh okay, fair <gasps> enough. Well, I don't know why I thought you did. Um, I, I have <laughs> I have played and finished the original Demon Souls, Dark Souls one, and Bloodborne. But after that, I've I've kind of like, eh, I'm done with Soulsborne games. Okay, oh, fair uh, enough. Okay, so uh, so you, you've just had your fill. I had my fill, yes. I but okay. I will I will make an exception this year. I'll make an exception when Liza P comes out. I really want to play that one. Okay, all right. What what is it? So, so Liza P is the yeah the the from software like Souls like game. Uh, where yeah, you play it's, as it's, Pinocchio, right? That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> what? Are Pretty, you serious? Yeah, there yep. is a game this where sounds you play like as, a joke. It, you play as Pinocchio in like in a um like Bloodborne like type of like city, <sighs> so it has yeah. a bit of that uh, Bloodborne look, like Victorian setting. You play an Italian wooden puppet that's been imbued with life. Yeah, where where he has no well he he doesn't <laughs> look he doesn't look wooden in this one, but he looks like an actual human being. Which he has a actual. Oh, so he's uh, a real boy. So he's yeah. already reached his. So arc he has a. He has like a. I'm assuming story. a metal arm or something like that. I didn't get to probably see it, but he has. It looks like a, a artificial arm that can turn into like a cannon or flamethrower. Oh, okay, so he's Mega Man. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. May, maybe yeah. minus the um, stealing people's abilities. <laughs> yeah. So he's Sekiro because Sekiro had the prosthetic arm that he attached all his unique shit to. Yeah. So that's there that's one I'm kind of looking forward to trying out. That's. Sure. So what you're telling me is FromSoft has announced Sekiro 2. This is but it's, it's not FromSoft for some reason. Li- Lies of P it's not software. Oh no. Oh okay. Yeah, it's it's an indie, indie team. I really want Sekiro 2. So I'll just count this as Sekiro 2 then. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, who know, who knows maybe Elden Ring DLC will be that for you, but I doubt it. Um I, I am sort of excited from Elden Ring DLC. I played Dark Souls 3 and I picked up the Game of the Year edition, which includes the DLC. And holy fucking shit! If you think the main game's hard, that DLC just that it just fucked me over and over and over again. 
it was it was painful um and i didn't enjoy it and so i, I i'm <laughs> excited but i'm scared like am i rocks gonna be moot now am i gonna get in there start throwing rocks and just have a real bad time um maybe i should actually I think- just learn how to play elden ring like a normal human <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I think you can you can upgrade to the Kamehameha spell. I've got that spell. It's, it uses awesome. too much MP um, f- per damage. It does, like the, and it takes too much time to charge as well. And the it's rocks, like the, the rocks stagger them, which is very very useful. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> Elden Ring DLC. <laughs> I'll very likely check it out just because I fucking love the absolute fuck out of Elden Ring. is so good, but I've never played Counter Strike before. Not my kind of thing but apparently a counter-strike 2 is in development at valve and maybe seeing a beta or gameplay in the next month or so so not really too far away at all and this is according to it hasn't been officially announced by valve yet but it's according to an esports journalist known as richard lewis who breaks a lot of stories apparently is quite credible so yeah this is this is pretty wild news it's like it's like one of those situations Counter-Strike, you just never thought they were going to do a sequel to it. They've added stuff to the game over the years and it's been this ongoing phenomenon. Um, you know, it's like still massive in esports and all that. It's just, it's wild to me they're even bothering to do a 2. It's kind of like how they did Overwatch 2 <laughs> as well. Um, you mean so it seems weird, but then Valve very rarely misses. They they seem, seem to know what they're doing when they decide they want to actually make a video game. So, very interesting here. Uh, do you find this news interesting at all, Mumei? Counter-Strike 2, possibly around the corner. Uh, I do own a few Counter-Strike games, but I haven't touched them in yonks. <laughs> okay, yeah. Do you, Did you play CSGO at all? Like the, the one that currently everyone plays? Uh, like years ago? Maybe like, what, 10 years ago or something like that? Mm. But uh, never... Wasn't a fan of that type of shooters. I was more of a Twitch shooter guy, so I prefer COD back in the days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. I Same. liked COD a lot more. Same. Yeah, isn't that funny? We're all COD players. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, just, I just kind of find the games a bit more easier because like, the idea is like, oh, I, I'm a guy who likes to run around the map with knives and shotguns. Mm. Yeah, Counter-Strike, the skill level there is fucking wild. Like, the, some of the stuff you see people do online is is just absolutely insane. And they've they got the really, real quick quick death, damage to death or whatever. Well, I forget what they call it. Time to death. Yeah, as, as soon as you get shot in the head, you're gone. Yeah, fucked, yeah. Which makes sense. Well, like <laughs> but in a video right. game, isn't always super fun. So, Lockie, you're, you're kind of the same. You're not, not really too fast. Yeah, I'm not too fussed. I mean, like, I, I find it vaguely interesting that it mm. that this franchise has just had such staying power. It's not even a franchise. It's one fucking game. It's it, it's Counter Strike Go. Mm. Oh, uh, Counter Strike Go. It's like, this. Well, when you think about it, there are a lot of different Counter Strike games because you got your 1.6, then you have your Condition Zero, and then you got Global Offensive. Okay. Mm, yeah. Fair enough. Look, uh, look, I, I'm definitely not going to pick this one up, but I just think it's going to be interesting to watch from afar, like kind of like how I was with Overwatch. Just being like, they've or got NFTs. this, they've got this community here, and people have been investing in this game for years, and then they're all of a sudden going to try and move over everyone over to two when there's not really any need for a two. So yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to see how they're going to do it with with Counter Strike, especially because. 
Uh, CSGO, a big part of the economy is skins. So are they going to let you bring all your skins over from your previous game? Like, I feel like so many players out there, especially if they've been playing this for years, would have invested so much money in a Counter-Strike and any of those skins. They'll be very <laughs> upset if they can't port all that shit over. So, yeah, lots of, lots of questions. I'm very curious to see how this one plays out. No official announcement at the moment. Um, but it's time for a delay. And hopefully not an internet delay, just delays in games. So we should be able to get through this podcast. <laughs> oh man, so many delays. The first one, Starfield. It's been delayed from the first half of 2023. We never had a solid date on it. Um, but it's now going to officially... We have an official release date. And it's going to release on the 6th of September of this year. And apparently we're going oh, to get an right. extended look at Starfield in June at the big Xbox Bethesda event locky starfield is it one that you're excited for or are you disappointed you're gonna have to wait oh, it. it's the game that i never wanted so <laughs> it's like it like you know it's bethesda fucking make another elder scroll i don't give a fuck about your stupid Starfield <laughs> dreams um fuck your dreams i guess like i you know they're trying to do something different and i'm like yeah nah fuck that so <laughs> i i'm interested I am curious to see what it'll look like, gameplay, and if it looks and feels like Elder Scrolls but in space, I'll definitely pick it up. Okay. But uh, it's been in development forever, so that's a really bad sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been trying to stake out something new in a franchise. It feels very... As much as they try, they, they're trying to pitch it as, oh, we're trying to do something different. Is it really all that different? We've got a lot of fucking space games. Outer Worlds just got their, um, got that space edition release that came out this week, which apparently was an absolute fucking disaster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. And the interesting thing about Outer Worlds is that it, it's more traditional to the, um, original Bethesda style Obsidian games with Fallout. Um, so, I don't know. It's just this weird franchise and property that I have no strong feelings about, but it's had so much time and so much development and energy put into it. Yeah. Uh, are you going to be putting your time and energy into Starfield when it comes out, Mume? As long as I can, as long as I get my breakdancing Gundams, I'm happy. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that was going to be a feature you, in the game. If you if you get the reference in Skyrim is that if you get frozen while going down a hill, you look like you're breakdancing Gundam. Oh, okay. ah, yeah. <laughs> well, they they they've finally updated the engine, so maybe not. I think this is going to be like the first the their first title since like oh god, that, the first title they've updated the they've used a new engine for since like Skyrim or no before Skyrim since like Fallout 3 it's pretty wild but yeah I, look, I reckon we're getting another cyberpunk yeah, that this is yeah. my prediction we're getting another cyberpunk um you know the Bethesda that we remember and that we're expecting the quality from it's probably long gone yep all of those developers and designers and programmers have moved on and we will get likely another cyberpunk that is my prediction for 2023 yeah, look, they're, they're, uh, sorry, Mimi. I was gonna say like sixteen times the janks. 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh well, the jank is the jank is hallmark for Bethesda. I don't. Oh mind yeah, the jank yeah, yeah. As long as there's as long as there's an amazing bloated game behind it, then great. Bring on the jank. Yeah. Bethesda well, jank that- is literally like it's an expression. Like <laughs> they it's 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 going to be there. Um, it's an art form. Yeah, look, yeah, I'm, yeah. Right, I'm right there with you, Lockie. <laughs> uh, I'm super worried about this game. Uh, Bethesda is definitely not the same Bethesda that it used to be. The last time they released a, one of their style games was Fallout 4, and that came out in 2015, so eight years ago. It's been <laughs> yeah. nearly 10 yeah. years since we've had a Bethesda-style RPG from Bethesda. They released Fallout 76 in between there and let's not talk about that fucking mess and fallout 4 for me i enjoyed it but as far as the storytelling in it it felt it wasn't wasn't the greatest after playing something like the witcher which told these amazing side stories and all these really amazing tales with this great writing it just didn't hold up anymore and just as an rpg it felt like i was playing a early ps3 RPG with a slightly up skin over the top of it. And it, God, it just ran like shit. So, yeah, Starfield, <laughs> it's, it's been such a long time since they've put out something good. Starfield, I am really, really concerned about. I know I won't be picking it up day one because it's not going to be coming to PlayStation and there's no way my PC is going to be able to play it. Um, otherwise, it probably would be a day one purchase just because I'm so fucking curious about this. I just want to see what Bethesda's got these days because it's been such a long time since we've seen them sort of flex that muscle. Um, what they've got is the Elder Scrolls Online and they've been resting on those laurels with, you know, low effort, low graphics, DLC, you know, and they and that's been making more money for them than, you know, one release of Skyrim ever could. Um, so, yeah, I, I I'm not... They're I don't just, have high hopes. I- they're just sitting there, like, they're just Scrooge McDucking into their pile of money they got from Microsoft at the moment, just, <laughs> just yeah, loving. and all their re-releases of Skyrim <laughs> as well. And just, just, Which there was yeah, one last I, year. I've just, like, this is consistent from the company for over five years now. I'm pretty sure anyone that was passionate about making games that actually re- was a part of those original games that we think of are mm. long gone and have moved on to other things, probably changed careers, probably had families. Mm. I don't know. Took up fishing. Yeah, fishing. Because, <laughs> I don't know, took up something because they were so burnt out on the on the prospect of the pivot of the company going into online gaming. Yeah. Well, well I'm- imagine that. Because imagine that. You, you had to have been fucking passionate. Yeah. to be a part of those original teams and it would have been so soul crushing to see what the company that you know you your blood sweat and tears worked into to build up pivoted into yeah and to talk about soul crushing we're going to talk about hogwarts legacy once again oh dearie <laughs> me the author of oh, no. the author of uh that that series of books total piece of shit disavow everything oh. they've said we, we they, don't we don't suck, talk about that the person. worst but Wait, Hogwarts Legacy... The, the smarter play would have been she who must not be named. The, there you go. Well, anyway, th- there's been another delay uh, with the previous gen console versions of Hogwarts Legacy. So initially it was delayed from when the, the, next, the, the current gen versions came out, uh, which was what, in February now? Uh, and they got delayed till the 4th of April, but now they've been delayed once again to the 5th of May, 
with the Nintendo Switch version still scheduled for the 25th of July. Uh, Mume, <laughs> what does this news signal to you about the previous gen versions of Hogwarts Legacy? Most likely, it's gonna. Most likely, it's gonna be a cyberpunkish thing all over again. <laughs> they, yeah. they looks looks like they they tried to make the game good, but they've most likely hardware limitations. They're most likely it's making it causing problems for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. How how do you feel about this, Lockie? I was watching Harry Potter last night. Isn't that funny? Now it it it's just funny. I I actually tuned out completely with your update because I was just thinking about the Harry Potter movies and how good they are. I watched three. Um, I watched one, two, and three in a single night. They're that good. Um, yeah. So that's all I can say is I really liked that franchise. Well, basically, yeah, they've delayed the previous gen versions, and as someone who's now, I've I've put down the uh, the PS5 version. I got the got the platinum last night or the night before. Yeah, yesterday. And uh, I I do not know how the previous gen versions are going to run this game. The PS5 feels like it can barely handle it. You're getting some frame drops here and there. You'll go to walk through the door and you're met with like a, a loading for a couple of seconds. I, I feel That's like, magic. That's Star Wizards. Well, I feel like just walking around Hogwarts is going to be a mission for the the ps4 and the xbox one to do i don't know how they're going to handle it they're going to have to it's just they're just going to have to add those loading bars in and just have them go for longer and it's going to take so long to get around hogwarts and it's probably going to run at 15 frames per second and then yeah the switch version is still coming in july holy shit (laughs) yeah no fucking it's gonna look it needs to look awful because otherwise how is it gonna run Oh my god! Yeah. I hope that it looks awful because otherwise it's going to be an unplayable disaster. Mm. Uh, I just don't. Yeah, unless it's like one of those stream games that they do on Switch, like what they've done with Resident Evil Seven and and other things like Ooh. that. I do, I just I, I oh, can't. So find then it'll it be working. unplayable for everyone in Australia. Oh, oops. Yep. <laughs> yeah. What I what I um when I was playing the game um. I did think about the Switch in mind of what would be a neat integration of the Switch, and they probably will do do it to some degree, is um, uh, using your Switch remotes as the wand itself mm-hmm. for gestures and swishes, swish and flicks. Um, that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. So if you could do that and integrate that into the combat, that might actually pull me right back into the game if you can, like, sort of... Flick your wand about. How cool would that be? That would be how, cool. How cool would... Yeah, that would be fun. There's like an actual Maybe. reason to want to use motion controls <laughs> normally on. Yeah, uh, finally, finally, an actual application <laughs> of the motion controls. It's the dream that they had when they did Skyward Sword. But, but yeah, basically Skyward Sword style, but not terrible and frustrating. Fuck. But for spells. Oh, it'd feel pretty cool to do a swish and flick, and then like yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like yeah, all that cool, goes, cool oh. stuff, and then. And then you, yeah, you you learn how to like parry with your wand, and oh, yeah, fuck, Actually, that'd be fun. That's a that that's, that's a that's a cool idea. And uh, a Suicide Squad game it's would have been a really cool happened. idea if it didn't have wasn't fucking online only. Uh, and that's our third delay. Is Suicide Squad has been delayed after massive backlash uh, when people found out a few <laughs> different bits and bobs about it and saw some gameplay of it. Uh, and now they're just saying sometime in 2023. Uh, basically, Fucking everything gets backlash now. That is uh, a it's a 
common word. Everything's backlash. It's understandable, man. It's it's like they're, they're ticking all the. I don't like. I don't like that word. It makes me think of slaves. Well, you know <laughs> the the whip and the backlashing. Jesus Christ. I don't like that. <laughs> so can we get backlash on backlash? Put backlash, backlash? on backlash. Yep. It invokes slavery, oh which is not. Jesus yeah, Christ. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, there's been so, a kerfuffle over Suicide Squad. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> so, so no backlash? <laughs> oh, Zach, you know me so well. That's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> oh, dearie, mate. Scrutiny. Drama. So, and, and we did talk about this on uh, our last normal episode of News to Review, so not the bonus one. Uh, basically, yeah, they yeah. announced it's going to be online only, and it's just ticking all of those Crystal Dynamics Marvel's Avengers boxes at the moment. Oh, they used to do single-player stuff, and now they're doing a live service. Um, it, you know, it has to be online only. There's all these gear scores with all these numbers on them and stuff. Uh, Perfect. That's what I want in a game. Oh, mate, I don't want that out of any of my Arkham shit. It's, this is going to be the next game it's in that so Arkham much fun. universe. <laughs> it's so much fun. Like These focus groups, they're, um, they're basically getting focus groups and then they're just ignoring what people are saying in the feedback because they're like, yeah, but we need to make money off this oh, thing. So. Fucking hell. So... <laughs> Apparently, the focus um, groups really hate it. Even but, even but though the, we need to make money, even though the backlash has been all about the you know online only and the you know the the uh, looter ideas of all this and the microtransactions. As a statement from uh, Jason Schreier, Jason speaks. Quiet down, everyone. For what it's worth, a delay like this is mainly for polish not to overhaul the core gameplay that caused the backlash. Suicide Squad started off as a games as a service and will remain one short of a complete reboot, which would require a much longer delay. And this this game's already been in development for like the last Rocksteady game we saw was in 2015 when Fallout 4 came out. It's been eight years since we've had a Rocksteady game. They're not going to rehaul this and do like a whole nother year in development. No way. Um, Mume, uh, does this give you pause with Suicide Squad or was it it something you were interested in at all? I was kind of looking forward to it, but then, Mm. yeah, pretty much the whole drama started with the whole life service. I'm like, "Ah, Warner Brothers, you never learn. Yeah. It's it's incredibly disappointing. I'm a massive fan of the Arkham games. Like there's some it's one of my favorite series in video games. I've I've finished the entire trilogy so many times. Um it's it's sad. It's like yeah, seeing what they've done to my boy. <laughs> it's really sad and yeah. it's the last Kevin Conroy video to- game as well too. It's the last time he's going to be voicing Batman in a video game and now it's in a live service fucking looter fucking thing oh ah because yeah because because uh, i have remembered that a lot of people when they first saw the backlash sorry drama <laughs> but uh, thank you kerfuffle thank kerfuffle. you i feel uh, seen thank you so uh they they even mentioned there was even a petition to make the game offline so because look if they keep this game online and the game ever comes shut down for whatever reason then we're going to lose Kevin's last performance. Oh, fuck. So they, they want to uh, make it, so they want to petition it to make it single player, like offline single player, so at least people can keep the game as a momentum for it. Mm. Well, yeah, we've seen what happened with, 
Crystal Dynamics Marvel's Avengers recently. They're about about to end support on that game. Like it's still going to be playable for a while, but you're not like eventually that'll just go away and you won't be able to play the Avengers game because it's all online only. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Lockie, what do you think about this delay and uh, the whole live service aspect? I think it's a beautiful sentiment with like the whole send off thing, but I I can just imagine you know behind the scenes and Warner Brothers the immediate sentiment is yeah but money um <laughs> it's all but about, they, they'll all probably about money. they but it's yeah but money but that's a good pr spin angle so let's see how we can try and work that into our money our money goals so who knows um yeah i think that's sad to see i think it, again it's it's video game companies pumping out games that nobody wants it's the yeah it's purely money motivated um i do i i i must say i really do like the um harry potter movies so i would love to see more harry potter movies if they could just focus on that that would be really nice not fantastic beast fuck that shit off that was terrible um but like you know stories back in hogwarts that would be really cool thank you I did kind of hear something recently. I'm not sure if it's true or not. It might be like fake news and all that. But wasn't there something about making a new Harry Potter film with the old cast? Oh, that would be great. But even, but even they don't need to do the the old cast because they're all really old now, and it'll just depress us. Um, <laughs> so, like, do a new cast, but just new stories around students, uh, Hogwarts, doing their their British wizard shtick. That's great. Uh, I don't know why they had to take it to fucking America and fuck it up with that bullshit. The American version of anything British is always terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, you, you're going to get more... And that's all I have to say about that. You're going to oh, get more yeah. Harry Potter content, Lockie, because HBO is making a Harry Potter TV show. So... Oh, yeah, there you go. oh shit. Through. Awesome. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> wow. There you are. Wow. Yay me. All right, <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait for the discourse around that one. That's going to yeah, be Yeah, yeah, I know. I know it's tricky. It's tricky with the with the author and and um yeah, that's not fun. Don't agree with that, but I really do like the the franchise look, as a core. Look, so, so, so long as they cut things. cut ties with her, I'll be far more comfortable comfortable with it. I know that she wrote the screenplays for the magical beast movies which were all terrible movies anyway so maybe they've learnt to stop actually working with her uh anyway look something i do actually want to talk about and that does get me excited is cult of the lamb oh one of my favorite games of 2022 it's getting a new free update uh, and it's going to be adding new combat, new new uh, new end game content, new dungeons, new enemies, more Damn. accessibility settings, and more secrets. And um, apparently, like just all the different things that your cult members can do. Your cult members can cook now. Um, yeah, really, really cool, awesome game. And it's getting more content, and it's not going to cost a thing. I can't wait. My physical Amazing. copy is coming 14th of April, and I'm going to platinum the fuck out of it. I can't wait to play it on a console that is actually capable of playing it. I'm so excited. Cult of the Lamb. Oh, so good. Uh, Mume, you a cult fan? Are you in the cult? What, Harry Potter cult? No, (laughs) Cult of the Lamb cult. (laughs) Oh, that lamb. Uh, I do have you tuned g- out. That's so funny. <laughs> he was not listening. Uh, no, 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 no. Because uh, like I, I saw, I saw. Um, You're I, like uh, me. That's great. No, 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 no. I was having a quick browser online on my phone, and there was something about um, how um, 
is Sydney Trains uh, not doing very well right now. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. No, so, but, yeah, um, Cult of the Lamb, free I, update. I do... Okay, so I do not have the game yet. I do have it wishlist on my Steam wishlist. Mm-hmm. And... But uh, I just haven't been having time to pick up any new games since, you know, I play a lot of MMOs, so that's kind of wasting all of my time. Mm. Yeah, totally but, fair. But it is it is something on my list that I wish to pick up down the track. But uh, maybe next Steam sale or something like that, I'll see how it goes. Oh, yeah. Do it, Mume. You will not regret it. You only regret uh, not doing what the lamb says. And you get dragged oh, into the abyss. Oh, don't worry. When it, when it comes to roguelikes, you know I will, I will pick it up eventually. Ooh, it is one of the genres. Yeah. It's one of the genres I love to pick up. Oh, yeah. How about you, Lockie? Are you going to pick it up? Uh, uh, probably not. Uh, <laughs> what? I, I, it's good. It's good. It's quality game. Why wouldn't I, you play Cult of the Lamb? You, you, you're not into... I, I played it... I don't know. I just I I played it. It's it's fine. It's a quality game. Um, it is what it is. It is definitely not Hades level though in terms of combat. No, yeah, sweet no sweet combat yeah. RNG design like Hades. Man, I could just fucking fucking play Hades again now that you bring it up. But I always like to say, always support your local developers. They are Australian yeah. based, so you definitely should support them. Yeah, yeah, well, I've already bought the game, so I've financially supported them, and I bought a random plush toy for Zach, so that, that's yeah. got to count for something. <laughs> yeah, I don't nice. know if that went back to the developers, though. I'd say probably not. Oh, they, they surely have seen, I'd like, seen, I'd like seen some money from that. that but, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, I've got, I've got to come around and grab that. It's so cute. So oh yeah, you've got yeah, you've got your demon lamb. Yeah, demon lamb. All the painting that went went on it. Oh, mate, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm working on the platinum right now for Hades, and I fuck, I love that game. It is such a good game, and it is a mammoth platinum. Like I'm I'm like over seventy something mm. attempts in, and I'm I've still got like ten trophies left to do. But I can't wait to get Cult of the Lamb so I can too. do the plat for that one as well. Oh. Yes. Oh, Hades 2 um, Alpha or Beta, whatever you call it, the, the non-formal release version is coming out on Steam soon, so I'm looking forward to that. I'll, I'll be testing that one out. So Early I'm access! In, I'm in two yeah. minds with that, like, because, you know, we do a podcast here, and obviously, well, you're going to talk about it, so maybe I won't pick it up. I'm just, I don't know if I want to pick it up in Beta or just wait till it's done, you know what I mean? Like, play the full mm. thing when it comes out. I've seen how you peeps have been with Boulder's Gate and it's like, oh, it's awesome. I've played yeah. like a third of a really good game. And it's like, well, yep. fucking now what? It is. <laughs> yeah, so early access stuff is quite a taboo subject when it comes to video game stuff. Mm. But I, what I like about how I believe it was Super Giant Games. That's, they're the guys that made Hades. Mm. I'm, 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 I'm making sure I don't want to confuse with Super Massive Games. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, yes. So, yeah. So, I've been watching... So when Hades was in development and they were before its 1.0 release, I did watch their their no clip documentary about the game of like like early access done right, mm. Mm. where it, they they they've been slowly adding new things to the game and all that, and people really like it, and then it became one of the one of the best roguelike games around. Oh look. Yeah. I, I think it's a brilliant idea as far as how to develop a game like this because you can get real-time feedback from the people who are playing your game and make tweaks mm-hmm. tweaks based on that. I totally understand why they do it as developers. 
But me, from a consumer standpoint, I'm just like, I don't know if I want to play it until the full 1.0 release comes out. Because, I don't know, like, the idea of, you know, getting, like, two biomes in and there's still, like, more to explore and then just being, like, left with blue balls. It's like, I'd rather just wait till the full thing's out and I can just experience the whole thing. Um, I do. And that's the thing. It it makes it episodic versus binging. Mm. Um, But as long as it's done right, it's not too buggy because obviously you'll get quite a fair amount of crashes and jank there. So if you don't like that either and you're not willing to, uh, like, push through, um, then you're better off waiting until the end release. But, yeah, I like that. I like seeing the process. It's kind of you feel like you're growing as the game grows. You're, You're on the journey. Well, that's cool. Well, I'm glad to know you'll be checking it out because that means that I can do what I want and just <laughs> avoid it until the full release. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, and there, and there you go. gets their cake. You get, you get early impressions from Lucky. Mm, mm, mm. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. And uh, I, I, I won't be doing any impressions of any of the games coming up in the next week. So we have The Legend of Heroes Trails, of, Trails to Azure. Is coming out March 14th to PS4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Alice Gear Aegis CS colon Concerto of Simultrix. Oh, Mume, this one's yours. Oh my Uh-oh. god. Holy, <laughs> oh my god. This sounds like a Gundam sort of thing. It's coming to PS5, PS4, and Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Anno 1800 is coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X March 16th. Bayonetta Origins. Oh, that's coming out. uh, Teresa and the Lost Demon coming to Nintendo Switch March 17th. And WWE 2K23 is coming to PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One and PC (laughs) March 17th. I have to talk to Hunter about that. He's probably pumped. Um, so at least oh, really? one person cares. Yeah, well, he loves his, his wrestling. So, yeah. How about you, Mume? Do you love any of these titles coming up? Like, I have no idea what that first game you told me about, the one that's like a Gundam game you were saying. I'm like, that, that was so much for me to process. Like, what's the game called again? Alice Gear Aegis CS Concerto of Simultrix. You think that's a, a weird, a long name? That sounds like talking? robot. That sounds like robot anime. <laughs> It just—it just sounds like a freaking uh, uh, a name of a bloody anime nowadays. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that one I want to have a look at. Like you guys have to like give me a link. I don't want to see what this game is. But the one I'm looking forward to, but nothing. I'm, I'm not gonna buy it at the moment. Maybe down the track is definitely Bayonetta, the Cereza game, for sure. Oh, mm. uh, okay. I do. I do want to play that because like I do want to know about uh, more Cereza's story and all that because like. The story of Bayonetta is just fucking convoluted. Yeah, no, nah, totally fair. Oh, that, that, that's cool. I'm, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people who are excited for that one. For me, it's like uh, they've changed the gameplay so much. Like, don't people come to Bayonetta for the hack and slash action? Like, why? I don't know. But yeah, if the, the, if the story's yeah. interesting. It's like a side scroller or something. Oh, uh, so it looks like dungeon crawling puzzle stuff. Yeah, it looks like dungeon crawling. Hmm. But yeah, I don't know, Lockie, uh, how about you? Any of those titles stand out to you? Interested in these? Uh, I'm not interested in any of them, to be <laughs> honest. That Bayonetta one, I, I'm interested in the sense that I really liked the Bayonetta franchise, but they're trying something new, which, you know, you can always respect, but it their new looks shit. So, yeah. 
No, totally fair. Yep, nothing in there that interests me. <laughs> I'm... It's yeah, it's a pretty chill, chill time for me personally. There's not not much I, I'm excited for in March, uh, up until Resi 4 remake comes out. But uh, I don't even know if I'm really that excited for that. Uh, and there is a demo for Resi 4 remake, which we may get into in impressions. But how about we take a brief break, then we'll jump back on into it. Mumei. You are our guest. It is traditional news to reviews for our guest to get us kicked off with impressions. What have you been playing this week, my friend? All right. Should I tell you everything or should I... Oh, we're going to do a like... Let's go one at a time. Let's uh, One at a time? We'll smash it now. One Uh, at a time, baby. Well, you did mention that you're going to talk about Resident Evil 4 in this impression, so I will leave that one out. Um, As you know, as I mentioned already, I do play a lot of MMOs. In my time, I play a lot of Final Fantasy XIV, but which I am slowly backing away from since I am burned out, as usual, when I play that game. <laughs> oh. I always what, get... what bent you out? Hmm? What, what's bent you out on Final Fantasy XIV, if you don't mind me Just asking. lack of content at the moment. Because, like, I've, oh, like they, okay. they did add a new patch recently to the game, which is a 6.35, which they added um, a new Beast Tribe to add to do your reputation... Uh, quests. Uh, they added a few new extra things. I haven't got to do them properly, but it's just a game that I've been playing for endless time, every day, every day mm-hmm. for like weekly and everything. I'm like, uh, I need, I need to. I might, I might plan on unsubbing this time around and maybe just have wow. a have a small break for about six months to a year and then jump back into it when the new expansion comes out. Because I they, didn't realize it was subscription based. How much does it, it cost? It is subscription based. It, okay, so they have two sets of subscriptions. Oh, fuck uh, we, 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 go, we go by pounds, <laughs> sadly. We don't have an actual Australian currency. What? Uh, it's about uh, 11 pounds for, for three days. But, um, that, that's, that's... but it's a Japanese game. Why is it pounds? <laughs> Wouldn't it be yen if, they're not, if they can't be asked to work out what a dollar well, currency we, we, is? Well, we go through their European what? and American websites. As far as as far as Japan's ah, okay, concerned, right. Australia never became a republic. We're still under the command, the, the rule of England. <laughs> England. <laughs> but anyways, okay. So, um, but the subscriptions, subscriptions. Uh, the only difference between the two subscriptions is that how many characters you can make per per account. Oh, okay. interesting. So, so the the, the the basic one, basic one, you get is about eleven pounds, and that will give you up to eight characters you can make. In the standard version, I think it's about fifteen pounds. That gives you a total of forty characters per account. But we are playing a game of Final Fantasy where you can play every class on one character. So I don't know what's the purpose of having up to forty <laughs> characters to make. Yeah, what? But I will, I will, I will uh, mention. I will mention this. Pay that for it, like the top tier. I what? Yeah, that's 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 the, that's the weird part. I'm like, I've been, I've been using the standard edition all this time until I realized recently, like, wait, there's there's a there's a cheaper version. Well, well I've been wasting oh. almost twenty bucks every month for something I I don't even use. I don't use the forty character slots. Well, wait, oh, so shit, they call the one with the more to. character slots the standard version? Like, I, I understand yes. why you do that because you'd see that and just assume, oh, this is the base version because it's called standard. Yeah. So what do they? What the fuck? What do they call the other version? 
I think it's just basic. Light, basic, basic. basic yeah. Yeah. So basic one's basic and one's standard, standard, but standard's one's better standard. than ba- what the fucking. Normally, but anyways, yeah, they're, but they're uh, I only I only have a total of like two characters. So like <laughs> yeah. I got my main character that I play with my Ural character. It's and fucking then I PS got Plus another- tiers all over again, man. It's like needlessly <laughs> confusing. For the sake of, like, you accidentally... For the, exactly what's happened to you, Mume. You've, like, accidentally signed on for a subscription you've been using. How long have you been using the higher tier subscription for now? Since since 2.0, nine years ago. Oh, fuck. Wow. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, sorry to laugh, Mume. You poor thing. You're a fucking but- victim of capitalism. They fucked yeah, you. But, 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 hear me out, hear me out. But I uh, don't play the game every month. As I used to, uh, so no, no. Back in the day, I used to play the game until I'd be like, okay, I'm getting bored of the game. There's not enough content. I'll take it like a year off, and I'll jump back in when new content shows up and when a new expansion yep. arrives. But yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Fuck. I am just get- okay. Anyways, we're getting way off track here. Sorry. So yeah, I'm just getting burned out. <laughs> I'm just getting burned out. And then one of my um, no, this is fascinating. This is a window into <laughs> the madness that the is ma- MMO. <laughs> the this madness. is what it does to you. And I know, and, and I know because I can relate from a um, fucking Dota two perspective. That that game just was my world for way too much time. Yeah. And you get to a point where you're like, oh my god, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> what, I need to. How much do I, I need spent to put on this it game? down and go outside and, and see the sun. <laughs> But yeah, so anyways, one of my um, yeah. FC members, which is Free Company, which is our guilds, there's what the determination for guilds in the game. Uh, one of us actually mentioned to to me, he's like, oh, I, I decided to pick up Guild Wars 2 again. I just I haven't played that game in forever. I'm like, oh, dude, if you're doing that, I'll come join you. Mm. So because like when I used to play Guild Wars, I was mainly just by myself. I never played with anyone. Like I might join with a bunch of groups that you might be, you might meet during your, um, your like on the maps and such. But to never, never played it with friends and anything like that. So yeah, yeah. So he got me back into Guild Wars too. I re-downloaded all the um the patches that I missed out. Then we also dragged um Andrew from the Consolables to join us as well. <laughs> so hey. so we dragged him into it. Um, and then slowly our our clan mates were slowly migrating towards the uh, Guild Wars. So all of us was just playing Guild Wars 2 while we we're playing Final Fantasy at the same time. Oh my god. So Holy yeah. Holy shit, that is but, that is some MMO brain right there. Holy yeah, how, do you well, keep, how do you keep track of doing two sets of dailies? Like fucking I don't <laughs> I don't. It is too much to do. But I don't because like I've been playing FF for years and years and all that. So it's a simple mm. you got a list of um like uh roulettes or duties or dungeons to run. Mm. And then I'll just do a few of them and then log off. Don't don't come back until next day. Okay. Uh, Guild Wars, they do have a few dailies where uh, if you have like a set of different skills to do where uh, one will be like go to a certain area on the, like, on the map in the game and like plant, uh, like get some gathering, some like wood from the trees and, and mines and all that or do a, a vista, which is like a... Um, they're jumping puzzles, they're what they call it. So to get to these puzzles, you have to do like a like platforming to get to it. In an MMO? Yeah. That so, keeps it interesting. Reminds me of MapleStory. <laughs> oh. But yeah, and yeah, once, once, once you complete three of these dailies, you get your 
your prize for you get like a chest you get a um uh some gold and then be on your business kind of thing um so but guild wars 2 my impressions for that game is very fun it's completely different compared to regular mmos oh, so okay. a good example for final fantasy and well they have similar uh game structure the idea is that uh, you start a game, you talk to someone, they give you a quest, do the quest, come back to them, you get the rewards. In Guild Wars 2, how they do their um, stuff is that you go to a certain area where you see these hearts on your map. And they will tell you to do certain objectives, like a series of objectives. Uh, and what it does is that when you do a certain objective, it will fill up the bar slowly. Like uh, one example... Um, one of the starting areas for you one of your characters, you'd be like, oh, something bad happened, fix up the, the town, the area and all that. Like, so, like picks up, mm. pick up all the damage from the ground or like feed animals or water plants and all that kind of stuff. Like small, small things. And then you get, um, mm. you'll get uh, XP credits and karma, which is like a purple currency. So you can buy certain gear and all that from, from vendors. Uh, quests, so they change a lot of the questing in the game, so the main story quests, what they do is instead of um, reaching a certain threshold of levels to go speak to a quest giver, they used to change it, now, that, now it's pretty much every 10 levels. You have a series of quests, like story quests, one after another, and then the next mm -hmm. one will be at level 20, and then 30, 40, 50, to level 80. So that's pretty cool. Uh, what else, what else is this different in this game? They got like, um... Of course, not like Final Fantasy where you can't change um, classes on the fly on mm, one character. Yeah. You have your char multiple characters. I like being able to change classes up. That that's one of my favorite things about Final Fantasy games. So I, I yeah, I don't think I'd like the MMOs if you just stuck in one sort of class and you have to commit. Yeah, exactly. So if you get you know bored, I mean? if you yeah. get bored of one class, you just go to another um, like class guild and be like, all right, I'm going to switch to a warrior now from a, from a mage or something like that. So, so, so what's that's what, the, that's what I like. What's the hook for you with Guild Wars Two, though? Like, what, what what do you think would appeal to Guild appeal to people who may not like other MMOs about Guild, Guild Wars Two? The meta events, they are chaos incarnate. Oh, okay. So, so what happens? So during during like the end dungeon, like sorry, the like level eighty maps. So in Guild Wars, compared to other like other MMOs, where every expansion comes out. You will have like mm -hmm. a level cap. They allow you to ascend far higher and higher. In Guild Wars, level 80 is the max and it never changes. So it has a horizontal progression instead of the, the vertical progression a lot of MMOs have. So once you get to level 80, you can pretty much have access to everything. Instead of like, oh, this level is like level 85 or something. So I can't access this dungeon until I'm that level. Mm-hmm. So this one's all like, as soon as you're level 80, you can pretty much do everything. They'll have like your craftings and all that. Um, during the level 80 maps, well, you can travel to, they have these things called meta events. And what these meta events does is that it's just a series of like live dynamic events that's happening. Which it, it can go, it can last from sometimes from like 5-10 minutes. It can, might take you to like an hour to complete. Okay, what is it like a a boss to fight or like what? It's like it's a like it's a massive or like a wedding. <laughs> like a wedding. It's, it's, a, it's a series. It's a series of like big what world boss fights. In I would say. Okay. Yep. Yep. So yeah. So once you complete one one event, and then you go to a stage two event, and then stage three, stage four, and we keep going for about like I said, about half an hour to forty minutes, and this will take so long it takes, and you just get a shit ton okay. of loot. 
Okay. Okay, so it's like a big big ass boss rush with like randomized. I would say I want to I want to say like Yeah, I want to say it's like a giant big rush. It would be like, "Oh, just defend this person because like you have like a shield on them on that icon and yep. they and you have like a like an orange circle around them." Yep. And it'll be like, "Oh, defend this person before they die from swarm swarm of enemies that are constantly attacking them." So, and, and that's uh, because it's an MMO, other players can just be exploring and come across this and just join in the fight, right? Yep. Pretty okay, much. If, okay. if you're if if you're nearby, you, it will pop up on your map. Be like, oh, there's an event nearby. Yeah, go yeah. help. <laughs> See, I didn't mind that in like Destiny, you know. But like it, in Destiny, they were very short events, and you know, there's only three other people on the map with you, so it was wasn't like you could all gang in one area and have a, a big battle mm-hmm. together. Um, so I see yeah. how many how many people do they have on the map in Guild Wars at one time. I lose count because my frame rate drops to 10 when that happens. Oh, okay. <laughs> what are you running on? Like, I, I do have a 2070 graphics card on my PC, so yeah. it can handle yeah. a good amount, but I have to, when it, when it comes to those big events, I have to like tone down my settings on my, like how many people can you can see on screen at once. Wow. Because you're, like, yeah. you'll, you will yeah, get into like, you'll get into like 30, 40 people on screen at once, just firing particle effects at the boss. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't see what the hell's going on because there's so many effects happening on screen. Far out. So do you think you've played enough of Guild Wars 2 to put a review score on this one? Uh, I have I have played the base game when I first came out, I think in 2012, something like that. Mm-hmm. But then I didn't really play the game for many years until like recently because I, I picked up uh, the latest expansion last year when it first came out, the mm-hmm. End of Dragons. So mm-hmm. I decided to slowly just play through the story again and then i got up to pick up the expansion play through that and then yeah i had a bit of a small break and then yeah i decided to pick myself up and then and yeah so what i'm trying to do at the moment in game is like by doing like map completions so every every small piece of map will have like to get 100 percent on the map you have to do like get all the waypoints get all the hearts completed do all the vistas get all your hero points and all point of interests so that's what I'm currently working on right now, and in, in the base area, the, the base game maps. So that's mm-hmm. it's taking quite of a grind to to run through. Oh, it's nasty. But uh, as an MMO fan, it is a good recommendation. Like you can play to get the base game free to play. So you can play the most of the game free until you pick up the expansions, which they are um, bought expansions. But okay. luckily, the game doesn't have any subscriptions, so you can just jump back into it whenever they add new stuff to the game and whenever you feel like in the mood to play a, a non-subscription game. Okay, cool. I, I, I kind of give you a good rating. All I can say is that if you're a MMO player and you feel like playing something a bit different, like that's not WoW or Final Fantasy, it's, it's a nice little um, side side game to play while you're waiting for content for those games. Okay, nice. Well, there's I got something nice and small that people can play while they're waiting for content. No, I'm not talking about my penis. Hey. Oh, that, that is very, very oh, tiny. Those, Let's be real. I've been I played the Resident Evil 4 demo. So if you if you play, uh, uh, if you're looking forward to Resident Evil, there is a demo available now. It's on Steam, it's on PlayStation, wherever you are. It's called the Chainsaw Demo. All right. 
Let's look this shit up. Now, <laughs> is this going to finally be the Resident Evil to actually draw me in? I don't know. Look, uh, the, the stuff I the stuff I saw in the recent sort of gameplay that's been shown off lately is has looked pretty cool and looked like fun. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I played the demo yesterday. It is incredibly short. It is really, really short. It's very much just a taste. I, I finished it as someone who never played or like played Resident Evil Four only partially like 15 years ago uh, i didn't recognize mm. any of it but i still got through it in 20 minutes it didn't take long at all um and look for me i'm not a resident evil fan like i only played four on the wii 15 years ago i haven't played the, the only other resident evil i've played is resident evil uh village recently and people have always talked about how the stories in Resident Evil are a little bit, little bit batshit. Um, but I thought it was Resident Evil eight, eight, eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's no, it's V, V eight or V eight. Wait, no, it's, yeah, I, yeah, you're right. It's Adars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, the V's. The uh, v, yeah, that that's meant to be all all Roman. You're, you're yeah, right. It's a bad joke. Resi- terrible, Resident Evil. A-targe. Terrible joke. We're off the rails already. Sorry. <laughs> Go back into it. So yeah, uh, basically, it looks good. look. It's, I, I mean, like the graphics. It looks really nice. Yes, graphically. Um, with the snapshots that they've chosen. Graphically, it looks amazing, and I do like the feel of the character. Um, it's uh, not like. Uh, when I played uh, Resident Evil 8, where it just felt super slow and super clunky or, or, or the Callisto Protocol, it, it feels a little bit closer to Dead Space, where, yeah, when you're walking around, it is incredibly slow, but the sprint button actually feels like you're moving with some kind of pace, which is cool. Um, yeah, so I've, 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 I had some fun with it. Like, you, you explore this sort of creepy house, and then you got to do a lot of running from a lot of enemies. Um, yeah, no, it was it was pretty cool. Uh, but for me, so it's just village again, isn't it? It's it, well, it, well, yeah. village. I this came first, so this is a remake. But it seems like they they went all right. Village was hugely successful. Let's revive the most village like old property we have. Um, yeah, basically, like after playing village, I mm. like it, it, it. You can see how much they've borrowed from Resi Four and how much that was a throwback to Resi Four because there's a sequence that you play through in the demo, which is basically like part of the intro sequence for Resident Evil Village. Mm. And yeah, I'm um, mm. look, yeah, I don't really care anymore. I'm 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 over it. <laughs> Resident Evil fans care. are going to love this. I guarantee you, it's going to get really really oh. good reviews. People are going to really enjoy mm-hmm. it. I reckon 100%. There's no doubt in my mind. But I just realized Resident Evil's not for me. Um, the dialogue's really cringeworthy. Uh, the action's mm-hmm. incredibly slow. Um, I don't find the stories compelling. They're just they're just too off the wall and crazy for me to give two fucks about anything that's happening. Um, they do a good job of mm-hmm. like what your yep. character's doing in the moment. Like it is pretty fun to explore the world and and see stuff. But this little shit, like they've still got the same inventory system where you got like a grid and you got to put stuff into the grid and fit it into the inventory system, which I know a lot of people like that, but I'm mm-hmm. not into it. Um, you, I I found a key to open a door, it's like a mini Tetris game. Oh, hundred percent. I found a key to open a door, and rather than just 
I've got the key. I can just press a button on the door and the door just opens. It opens up a menu and I've got to select the key and then that will open the door. And it's like, look, I understand that in some situations they want it to be a puzzle. So you've got to make sure you're interacting with the right item on the door. But if it's just <laughs> a key to open the door... It should just open Use the door. Use your key item to open oh. your key door. Oh, it's it's so it's so clunky and weird. I, Have you tried using something else insane? That, well, there was um, nothing in, else. In there was your no inventory. Maybe there's maybe there's like some awesome surprise if you try and use a chainsaw you just chainsaw through the door well there, there's no other item to to use so it, i don't know oh, it's just okay. like a yeah, weird bizarre. weird thing which modern games don't do these days so look this yeah. is coming for someone who's not a resident evil fan um for me like there's nothing really coming out in march i'm that interested in so i may still pick it up because it looks like it'll be kind of fun as just like a wacky horror roller coaster um, but yeah, I, I really think Resident Evil is not my my bag. But it, hey, there's a free demo out there if you want to give it a crack yourself. It is available to anyone who wants to give it a go. Um, yeah, it's free. What do you have? We'll have to get Dazzo back on when it comes for for release and then, you know, we can see what his take on is. Oh, yeah. Because he loves those games. Absolutely. I'll have to get it because that was his favorite yeah. as well, two of those. He absolutely bloody yeah. loves them. Um, Lockie, what have you been playing, my friend? All right, so I've been playing a couple of uh, games. Um, look, let's start off with the with the boring stuff. So, Octopath Traveler Two. This <laughs> game, I, I don't know. It's another Square Enix title that they crapped out, um, where they're fishing out their old dead franchises because they know that we really like the old style final fantasy games we love our final fantasy 5 where you can have different classes and characters but they won't give us a final fantasy 5 game no 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 they give us this 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 is what we get we get octopath traveler and with and the gimmick with octopath traveler is that you have eight separate stories that have nothing to do with each other with your characters where you just go around your world and and collect them, and then you just go through random-ass dungeons in any order. Any order will do, because fuck story design. Fuck level design. Fuck the experience. You're the gamer. You get to choose your own adventure, and they're all boring. (laughs) (laughs) And that's Octopath. And and that's pretty much Octopath Traveler 2, the send-up to the wildly successful Octopath Traveler 1, made a whole ton of money. I bought both of them because... You, at the beginning, you go, okay, I like where this is heading. I like the graphic design, the style. Um, There's something to these games. Um, But there's nothing under the surface after you play it for a couple of hours and you start trying out their different customizations and tactics. It's very, everything's very surface level tactically and it gets very boring very quickly. I never finished number one. And after sinking maybe two, three hours in number two, I'm not going to finish this one either. What I will say is number two is definitely much better than its predecessor as a sequel. Um, There is no storyline. There is no plot. um, It's just disparate stories around each each character's individual arc. Um, Their storytelling is a lot better than the first one. The first one was just fucking non-existent it was just the bare minimum whereas in this one you can tell they really took on the feedback that they 
that people like the game, but they want a better story. So they tried telling that, get a little bit of a Mask of Sorrow-like story for your scholar class, which was interesting. Mm. You get a jailbreak. That's nice. Um, I liked the uh, I liked the Japanese Samurai Warrior what? story, and the rest of them I just sort of started skipping cutscenes entirely because I started getting sick of them telling me all these long-winded stories with no real action in between. And that's what gets me to the real problem with this game is design and pacing. And it was the same issue with Octopath Traveler 1 where I feel like the game was made by an alien, like a, a robot. It wasn't a human that understands <laughs> what human experience is. It's it's so weird. It is, it is just mind-boggling that, like... <sighs> Basically, they just ignore all good storytelling and game design from any RPG prior. And they say, fuck that. We just want this to be... It's like ticking boxes. And so the, so it's hard to explain, but they just have endless cutscenes after cutscenes after cutscenes. And that would be great and interesting if they intersperse it with a little bit of gameplay, a little bit of battles here and there, and they pace it better. But instead, they just give it all to you in one big chunk where, you know, after about 10 to 15 minutes of these cutscenes and fetch quests to continue on the cutscene, you're just like, I'm bored. And so you're skipping it to then get back to the action because you need a break. So... Like, that's really horrible game design because the pieces are all there, but it's just packaged up in such an insane way mm. that you're skipping everything to get to the next thing to try and get a bit of variety. And half of the time you're skipping through battles because you're getting bored with the battle pacing because um, monsters spawn way too frequently when you're exploring worlds. Way too frequently. You're like, fucking, you take five steps, boom, monster. Like, uh, you got to move a little bit. You need a bit of pacing to feel the world. It's so weird. It is never a <laughs> and then- good thing in, in these kinds of RPGs where you see the battle screen pop up and you're like, oh, fuck, not again. Like, if it, like you've, you've yeah. fucked up there if you've made the main sort of you've mechanic of your game be something tedious. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. You fucked up. You haven't worked out, oh, what's the pacing of people want to be able to explore a little bit Mm. before it goes into the next battle. It can't just be constant. Take three steps and then you've got your monsters. Mm. And it's it's just, um, yeah, really poor design. And that's all I can say is that it's got interesting assets. Um, They definitely tried to drive up the quality. Looks a lot nicer. Particle particle effects are nicer. some of their pixel monsters look like absolute balls. And straight out of the gate, one of the first monsters I fight in the Japanese warrior storyline, I couldn't work out what the fuck I was looking at on the screen until I stared at it for a while and I realized I was looking at sort of this undead archer type warrior. But you fucked up. If you are if you have someone that's just staring at this thing, trying to work out what the fuck it is in front of them. Um, and it's not... And it's not to preserve art design because you can pixel design things that look like what they're being presented as. Mm. This was just, yeah, all, all sorts of things like that. The other issue is in the actual voice and dialogue, um, the text box, I had to play with settings and crank everything up on to run through text to be the absolute fastest, run through voice acting to be the fastest. Um, problem with the voice acting pacing as well is everyone speaks a lot slower than a normal person would speak. So they're talking like this and pausing (laughs) a lot in it. And you might see that in things where it's trying to sync up with pre-worked into um, or post-worked into animation 
and that's that can happen with animation. But there's no fucking animation in this. You're just seeing pixels on a screen. There's no animation attached to it. So why are the voice actors reading it so slowly? And it's in the native language, right? So it's not like, I don't know. It's just bizarre. I don't know who this was for. So I I switched it to Japanese voice acting because I couldn't take it anymore. I got so fucking sick of the delivery and pacing of the actors. I don't think it was their their fault because it's consistent across the board. Everyone speaks slowly. So they were told, oh, you need to speak like you're... I don't know, on whatever the opposite of cocaine is, Ambien or something. <laughs> Look, you had Xanax. <sighs> anyway, so that's my... Yeah, Xanax. So, this, so that's my review, is that it... Square Enix, once again, has not hit the mark. Modern Square Enix does not understand their own IP and properties. They know that they they know... They know that they their people really like Final Fantasy V and VI and, and things from that era, but they don't know how to recreate it. The magic is gone. Damn. Pacing is awful. They don't understand how humans interact and understand stories. Um, they made an insane decision to have eight disparate chapter-like stories episodic in this game. That's not interesting. Where's the fucking hook? Where's the central thread? It doesn't need to be like... It doesn't need to be the most amazingly written thing. You can just say, ooh, mysterious hooded figure god like character has some bigger plan for all eight of these people. Like and, and then you have them appear slowly throughout and, and people go, Oh, that's the that's the main plot coming back in. Hello, main plot. I've got my hook. But instead you've got Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. It's insane. <laughs> Oh, and that's my review. Far that's out. my review. Um, fucking, fucking three. Um, Ooh. fucking three. Fucking three. They they got it right so long ago. They they could just easily do a copy paste job of any of the old Final Fantasies, and I'd be perfectly happy with that. Oh. But they keep trying this new weird shit. Um, that doesn't make sense, and yeah. it's not what anyone wants. When you said fucking three, I thought you were giving it a three out of ten. I was like, whoa, that's. No, no, it is a 3 out of 10. Oh, Jesus. Oy. Yeah, yeah, no, fucking 3 out of 10. Fucking 3 out of 10. Um, they're only getting points for the, the art style and the design, the particle effects. Um, the turn-based gameplay is all right, but nothing groundbreaking. Their customization and class designs is bare bones. You get to select from fucking four different passive upgrades to spread out for each of your characters. It's really boring. Um, give me more. <laughs> Give me more and do it right this time. This Holy is like shit. an early draft. This is not a game. This is like a, 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 a an idea that you would present to like a game company and say, "This is my idea." I now would. I'm now asking you for thirty million dollars to make this into a real game. But instead, they just gave me the early draft and. Um, I was I gave it a pass and I I, I played Octopath Traveler one and I said oh there's some interesting things here but it's not really a game and it's not good but I can see if you know someone who's not insane and stupid were at the helm could turn this into an amazing franchise and and launch re revive this this very old genre of games that I love but instead no they took that money and the follow up. And um, use it all on crack or something. What the? Know. So the Octopath Traveler Two has eighty, and they charged eighty bucks for it's it. It's eighty-four percent on Metacritic and ten out of ten on Steam. Hell yeah! I I I I don't know who who these people are. I don't understand them. 
who knows? Maybe these people, maybe I'm out of touch and maybe this is just me being whingy, but I, I have to at least suspect that there is some bot work at play there with those inflated scores because these aren't genuinely enjoyable. Yeah. They're, they're boring. Well, I'll have to go on a Steam and actually read some reviews and see what the, the people are saying or possibly AI bots. I don't know. Mume, you mentioned uh, before we started recording, you'd played a few hours of, of Octopath Traveler 2. I know you haven't played much. Do, do you think uh, Lockie's assessment's fair here? What do you think? I would agree with some things that um, that there are some flaws to the game, which story-wise, yes, I agree. Because I would like a I would like a proper branching story where it all just has all characters, like a, a typical RPG game could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yep. uh, yeah, but yeah, when they just they don't have proper like depth to their stories. Like some of the stories yeah. are pretty good, but when they're solo stories, but not when it comes to proper intertwining with all the characters and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I look. I have heard from a lot of people. I've been watching a lot of reviews before the game was released, and a lot of people did praise it for being a good game and a nice upgrade to the uh, previous game. Uh, but the only the only good thing is that pretty much everyone's saying if you like the first game, the second game is pretty much the same, with with a few extra additional cha- uh, things to it. So extra quality of life stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair. Yeah, it was it was a lazy soulless um sequel. Yes, it had all of the minor improvements you would expect to see in a sequel that for a game franchise that that sold really well. So it had a bit more budget to it, but where their fucking money went, I is anyone's guess because like just just I don't know. I don't know. There's not enough improvements there for me to even say it's a good game. Damn, okay. Yeah. Well, you have been playing a game that you think's good as well, Lockie, and I'm I'm curious to hear hmm. about this. All right. Now, let's talk Yeah, let's talk about a good game for once. So, Sekiro. For once. This is the name that all all people, all gamers fear. Oh, I shut um, up. myself included because it 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 was so fucking hard. It's the best game that nobody ever played. <laughs> um or nobody ever played past the Past the first or second boss, self included. Yeah. So oh, oh, just just really this, quickly. Yeah. Aaron, after after just seeing all the fuss about Ghost of Tsushima, is like, I want to play another samurai game, and he oh, picked up Sekiro, and then ended up writing a very and- angry email to Microsoft, wanting a refund for it, being like, this game's bullshit. He's he's yeah, I know, but he's he's. <laughs> bonkers he he knows what from soft games are right he knew before this he doesn't like from soft games you've like straight from the horse's mouth he knew he didn't like that style of dark souls games and he had heard from multiple people myself included because he's like oh i'm thinking about picking up this game what do you think and i said you will hate this game because you don't like dark souls games and this is the hardest one <laughs> Like what? What about this? Syncs up with you having an enjoyable experience. Here. So, like, yeah, it's like seeing it's like seeing a, a disaster happen before it happens. Like you can see, but you you're powerless to do anything about it. You're like screaming, <laughs> "No, stop!" But it's already the, the oh, wheels are in motion. Um. So, uh, yeah, with this game, no, but with this game. 
if you're a fan of FromSoft games, this is a fascinating title because this is basically um this is basically FromSoft saying, okay, all of that stuff that that you did that got you through all of the other Dark Souls. All right, forget we're gonna we're gonna make it seem like you can continue that in this game, but we're tricking you because you need to come to the realization at some point you will not be able to dodge roll your way through this one. Mm. Um, and and that fundamentally is the way I played all of the Dark Souls games because um, I love the dodge roll. I love having my hands freed up for casting spells when I want to, and you know doing my sword stuff. Um, I don't like dodge. I, I don't like blocking. I don't like parrying. I, I never could get the parrying thing. This game is all parry. So as once you realize that and you make peace with that realization that this is more less so a fighting game and more so um, a parry rhythm game, um, you will actually find great joy and satisfaction in Sekiro. Sekiro is an amazingly well-made game. It is um, a complete and proper quality Dark Souls game, the world design and the actual levels and going through them is on the same, on par as the first Dark Souls. Like it really has that level of care, polish, um, interesting design, different areas to explore. Um, And it has that interesting, cool interconnecting web of different areas where, uh, you know, you're you're in a linear-esque sort of game, but it branches in sort of that open-worldy feel. And that's fine for me. I don't need a fucking straight-up open-world game. Mm. I like well-designed corridor sort of branching areas like this. I think this is the best way to have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. Best of both worlds sort of thing. Um, and the game art design is gorgeous. You set in feudal Japan... Um, but it's all magical and fantasy. You're fighting all your cool undead samurai warriors. Everything is very, very faithful in that sense to the traditionalist style of you have very um, Buddhist sort of enemies and and mythological creatures from that time, onis, uh, all, all that good Japanese mythology. It's all in there, and it's all fantastic. Oh. Um, so this is like the best game that no one will ever play because... It, it tricks you into thinking it's just another Dark Souls game, but you actually need to play the opposite style. Once you do that and you start getting the hang of dying, all you what, what I found really worked for me, because you get up until about a halfway point where you realize, okay, I'm not going to be able to get any further until I learn this fucking parry system. And the way that you learn it is you start going into fights with bosses expecting to die so you can study and learn their movesets and learn the rhythms of their pulses and once you get the hang of that and you're able to pick up on that and you you go all right that's when i go ping ping pa, ping ping ding ding da, ding ding jump jump slash jump jump slash i win second row um <laughs> that's the game that's how you win. And you do that all the way through to the oh. end. And it is a fantastic experience. Probably one of the better narratives as well that FromSoft has ever told, yeah. too. Yeah. One of the most cohesive. Yeah, it's funny. Anthony mentioned that it's basically a rhythm game. And that, that's exactly what I heard with your ping, ping, ding, ding, Sekiro. Yeah, yeah he's spot on. Yeah. He's spot on. And and it's funny that I got to play this and I went, this is amazing. Whereas with that other rhythm-based game that was, you know, really well received that I was like, oh, this is boring because this is counting time. Yeah. Um, what was that one called? That was uh, the um, Hi-Fi Rush. That's it, Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah, this is actual rhythm. Yep. You're actually feeling the rhythm of the fight and the battle and you're doing that. You're not just counting time. So anyone that that likes rhythm games, um likes fighting games, but you know, looking for something a little bit different to shake things up, 
this is a fantastic mashup. You just need to make peace with that is the key fighting style. And there's so much versatility to the game. You can run around like a ninja. You can do all your, your Dark Souls bullshit and try it around. But you you try that shit for your bosses, you will go down every time. Okay, so so <laughs> Sekiro end. has sold over 5 million copies. And that was by the end of July 2020. So it's probably sold even more that now. That sounds good. I'd be so go. curious to have a look at the PlayStation trophy list. Just to see yeah. how many people have gotten, gotten up to certain yeah, points to of the game. I feel like it's going to drop off I was hard looking at- very early on. Yeah, yeah. It's really funny you mentioned that. I was looking at that and I think it's like um, 2 to 3% of people that pick up this game actually get to the end of it on PC. Wow. Oh, my God. That that doesn't surprise me. Um, Now... Yeah, it doesn't. The the way that I've managed to finish some Souls games is by leveling up and then powering through. I'm not going to be able to do that here, am I? It's more of an action game than an RPG, isn't it? (laughs) It, it is. It's like it's got a few RPG elements, and later on in the game, there are a few things that you can do. If you sink a lot of time into it, you can RPP. You can RPG bullshit and overpower your character. There's this mask where if you spend enough yen and put it together, it allows you to sync your skill upgrades into actual strength upgrades. So you can do that that way, but it's incredibly tedious. It's incredibly boring, and it's incredibly unnecessary if you just learn the the actual game. So you can actually power your way through it if you want to sink that much in, but it's a much more enjoyable experience to just, you know, get good. Mike, I didn't know that you could do that. And that fundamentally is the rule of the game. You got to get good. You got to get good. You need to accept. You need to learn how to parry. If you don't want to do that, this is not the game for you. Well, yeah, I have now put it on my PlayStation wish list because right now it's still selling for $100 on the PlayStation store. (laughs) Fuck you, I'm not paying that much money, but... Yeah, fuck, fuck off. Where's the discounts at this point? It's been out since 2019. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, that's a long ass time. But that's hey, it's pr- it's probably still sells. So that's that. That's why it is the game of the year edition. Uh, yeah. no, it was game of the well year in 2019. Well, it's well deserved. It is a quality quality ass game that no one will ever play. <laughs> well, well, don't forget, it is it is published by Activision. Is it? Oh Ooh. shit! Yeah, which means go. not. I'm gonna have to look to see if I can find a pre-owned copy of this motherfucker. Cause yeah, I ain't Ooh. giving them my monies. I ain't giving you shit. Yeah. Oh well, you know. <laughs> now you know, move, all, move. all the all the poor business practices aside, if you if this is the content you're producing. Yeah, I'll probably still be buying. <laughs> I'll get my money now. Mume, I know, like we're 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 running on a little long, but did you have any games, any like a game you want to briefly talk about before we we finish up the episode? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I did get try out a game on the Epic Game Store, which is only exclusive to that at the moment, called Space Punks. Mm. I thought. Cause like this, this is a game that I actually wanted to try out. Like when they first saw the announcement, I'm like, oh, cool! Like top-down looter shooter type of uh, type of game, like twin stick shooter. Okay. I'm like, oh, I do like I do like me some new looter shooters. So the uh, the idea of the game is that you're a, you're a bunch of um, characters, of course, that crash lands on a planet, and the whole premise is that you post to gather loot and all that kind of stuff as well so i can't really explain like yeah so think of it like borderlands but with a, like a top view top down view 
Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, because so, it does even have sort of invoke that art style a bit. It looks kind of uh, sort of cell shaded to some degree. Yeah, a little bit cell shaded. They have like a a female character who plays has like cool like like supernatural abilities. Okay. <laughs> From a siren and all that. Uh-huh. But yeah, so the the game is interesting, but I do have a lot of gripes with the game. Okay. First things first. The game doesn't have oceanic surface, so we are stuck with 200 ping constantly. It is on always online, so I can't really uh. go from there. So I can't really do anything of that. Uh, second, one of the things I didn't like about it when you're playing by yourself is that when your character goes down and dies, that's it. Mission's over, you've got to start the game from scratch. So you don't have like a secondary... Like you don't... Like, it'd be nice if they added, but it is open beta, so... Hopefully they'll maybe change the game up a little bit down the track. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, my only gripe is that I had I had to deal with lag, and a lot of moves you have to you see the um, telegraphs on the on the map, so you can try and dodge them. But you you also got to deal with a two second delay on top of it. Uh, fucking hell! Yeah, that's, so that, that's like unplayable at that point. Basically, like how, how, yeah. Oof. Yeah, and sometimes when I'm trying to reload the gun, the gun reloads a second time. I'm like, that's not very good. <laughs> I guess it is in beta as well, too, though. you got to have a little bit of leeway there. Yeah. Or early access. Um, but yeah, so yeah, when, when your character goes down, that's it. The mission's over. So you don't have like a, um, a second wind or you don't have like maybe, a, maybe like a little assistant to maybe pick you up again when okay. you go down. It would be nice if they add something like that to the game. But yep. once once you're down, the mission's over. You go back to the um, hub area. <laughs> oh fuck! So you got to do the whole mission all over again. Yep. Oh, so e- even if you're not going to have some kind of like you know in Borderlands how they have the the you can kill an enemy and that gives you a second second life. Um, yeah, second wind. Yeah. Have 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 a have a checkpoint. You know what I mean? Like have somewhere to go back to. So you don't have to go back to the hub, reselect them. Like what is this? The days of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, where you got to <laughs> drive back to the mission start point again? Like fuck me. Uh, now, Mume, was there any any other gripes you had with Space Punks? Pretty much that was the only bad okay. gripes with that. But so, there are a few cool cool things in the game. Yep, they do have a crafting system, so you can craft um, weapons and such. Okay. Uh, it is it is quite interesting how how they work in there. So the idea is that you make punch cards, and you use those punch cards to make the weapons. So you can able to add modifications to them while you're crafting your weapons. I haven't gone that far to try out all the extra um, attachments you can put to your guns, because like after I played it for about a couple of hours, I'm like, nah. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> okay. Well, just t- too many attachments. Is it like just a bit bit much at once? Oh, no, no. Not, not the attachments part. I'm just like constantly dying and like, this is not fun. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Totally fair. It, it's been but developed yeah, so- by, uh, the, the, well, the publishers at least are Flying Flying Wild Hog. Uh, oh, and, and developed by Flying Wild Hog, which we, we've talked about them a lot on the podcast recently because they do Shadow Warrior 3. I know... Aaron is a massive fan of their games. Evil West, they did as well too. Trek to Yomi. Mm-hmm. Um, all games that I played and it works other than Shadow Warrior and just found to be... They're a double A developer and I feel like with their games, it really shows. They feel, they feel like 
games that are definitely not on that AAA level, don't have that AAA level of polish. Would you say that that's correct with this one as well? Uh, my my only issue is with that, like I said, is mainly just opinion on it. So uh, there, there is no like option to like opt in. Oh, another thing you can't do in the game is where you can't really like opt yourself out to just play by yourself. Yeah. So mm. once once you select your mission, then you're stuck in a like a good few seconds trying to find someone to join, or have someone to join your party, and then after that finishes, then you have ten seconds to load the game up. Then after that, then you're stuck in another lobby for another oh. 20 seconds waiting for more players to see if they can jump into your game oh. if not then they then they throw you straight into the game with whatever you have oh mume i'm done i have is, no interest in trying is, this game <laughs> it is it is quite bad when it comes to that so even though but, it's uh, online because there, there are games out there that are online only that you can still play solo like i'd point at the division i point at the upcoming suicide squad game what why yeah. you just can't play solo even if you are do do have your online on, yeah, no, no, well, well, you they do they will throw you into a uh, a match a mission by itself, and and what I can see is I don't think there is any like jumping jump out co op either. So I think once you're in there, you're stuck until you leave the mission. Because I haven't hell. seen any. Because I I had I had one guy. I played one game with someone, and then yeah, he just kind of just disappeared. I just all, all I saw he was him. He was just running into a wall, and then he disappeared like three seconds later. Yeah, far out. I just, there's too many of these yeah. kinds of games I these want days. To try. Yeah, I really want to play this game, but um, but if you're living in Australia, definitely not a recommendation. <laughs> Fair enough, but it's free to try at the moment, right? Yeah, if you're in America, yeah, it's free. Yes, it's currently in open beta. So you can try the game out for free, no problems. But it's uh, another downside is it, it's it's a Epic Game Store exclusive. Yeah. So you can't play this on Steam. Uh, playing on the shitty launcher. Fair enough. Well. Uh, it might be shitty, but uh, I I have like what maybe a good 40, 50 free games from them. Yep, I, I have <laughs> I have roughly the same, and I That's have right. not played a single one of the free games that I've got through Epic. I just I don't know. I just never boot it up. Yeah, I need I need I need to play Death Stranding. I actually got that on there. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right. But I, I was I was kind of I was kind of annoyed because like everyone's saying like oh yeah you, you can pick up the director's cut version of the game. I'm like. But they changed it like soon after, like a, an hour later. I'm like, oh dang it! Oh, I missed out on what? it. So they only gave me the base uh. game. <laughs> oh look, I tried the director's cut. It's the same as I don't know. I, I thought it was fine. I couldn't get through it though. I, I made it it's like five fine. or six hours in, and then it's a bit. I don't know. <laughs> You're delivering things. Some people love it. Oh, I'm not a fan of it. Just like just like this show. Some people it's love fetch it, quest, the and game. I'm not a big fan of it. But I still do it every week. <laughs> oh, but I've been a fan of this episode because we had you on, Moomay. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's been a blast. Um, yeah, please Always. remind everyone about all the wonderful content that you put out on the interwebs. Uh, well, obviously, you can find me on planet Earth somewhere. I won't give you my exact details, but <laughs> you can just... Okay, so the main things I use is mainly... Um, I do have all the socials, so I do use Facebook, Instagram, Twitter... And all that kind of stuff, but the main ones I use is Instagram and Twitch, which is pretty much the same. Mume one zero one. That's how you can easily find me. Please, I do need some friends on Twitch, please. 
Please follow me. <laughs> oh, yes. And yeah, all, the, all those lovely links will be in the description of the podcast down below, as well as all of News to Reviews links. Check us out on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But the best thing you can do for us, if you love us, if you want to help us out, is by leaving a rating or review wherever you happen to listen to the podcast. It takes barely any time it's free and it really truly does help us out getting into the ears of more people and god only knows with the amount of podcasts out there we need all the fucking help that we can get we're competing with the ai bots now we are we are done fucking hell like how can we compete with (laughs) a podcast where it's donald trump and obama and and joe biden talking about video games we just can't talking shit oh i would watch the absolute shit out so would i there's a lot of them there is a lot of them on on youtube lucky any final words if you do that if if you do the if you do the YouTube thing, can my um display pick be um Obama or Trump? And and we'll just do we'll we'll spice my voice and get the AI to spit out the right president voice for it. <laughs> a lot of that'd be good. A lot of them though I've seen, like I said, I did link you some of those um, videos in the during yeah. our stream. Um, They're great podcast. Oh. But yeah, but it is funny because like you just hear a lot of them's like. When, when every time Obama appears in the in the Discord channel, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, hey guys, I got this pretty cool building order, and both Biden and Trump is like, shut the fuck up, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Obama, Obama's the um, he's like the middle middle of the road one. I, I love it. It's such a great dynamic. Um, but it really does probably spell the end for all creative content makers out there. So. So good luck, guys. Okay, well, we a, well, how about this? Instead of your that words... That was my word of wisdom. Well, <laughs> hey, I'm going to steal your words of wisdom. This will be the first first instance of AI stealing someone's job by using... And I found an AI generator that does inspirational quotes. Here we go. I'll generate one now. Nudity yeah. should be regulated by the state. Oh, that's a good one. That makes sense. Divorce only for dentists. These aren't very inspirational. <laughs> no, this is bad AI. <laughs> this, 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 better, bad. this is bad design. A bad human designed this bad AI. Uh, don't stop discovering. Be sharing. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that one. Although I would tweak it to women be sharing. There you go. Everyone women out there, please sharing. don't stop discovering and take care of yourselves and take care of one another. Hey, see, my sign-off is an AI generated. That's all human. That's why it's so generic. Um, yeah, I'm going to fill up my coffee. I did skip a few yep. stories because we're like, we're at 50 minutes and I know we're going to go for a long time on impressions. I didn't talk about like Yuji Naka admitted to his guilt in the insider trading. <laughs> um, oh. uh, bloody Luminous Productions have, have been absorbed now. The people who made uh, Forspoken. 
uh, Square Enix is like, yeah, you just don't exist anymore. Oh, shit. Your game was awful. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're skipping all the really crazy big news. Uh, there was also Dragon Ball Z Budokai That's was huge. announced as well. Yeah, yeah, that one I wouldn't want playing because I have played all the um, Tenke- uh, Tenkaichi games. I loved Budokai mm. growing up, man. That was my jam. I, I, sm- yeah. I even had the PSP one, which was nowhere near as good. Um, yeah, oh. Oh god, the Budokai games. Um, that was the one where they, um, where they said Kamehameha quickly for the first time ever, and it was great. Kamehameha. Yeah, so. you could like not only you could you could do them as part of your combos, but you could also just throw out a Kamehameha whenever you want. Uh, they yeah. introduced in yeah. the third one instant transmission, which just made the fights even more crazy. Oh, it was so fucking good, and it was an it was an arena fighter, so you could fly up and down and around the characters rather than just being like side side to side like Dragon Ball Z fighters is. Um, I yeah. love Budokai. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Oof. 